DIY podcast. Hi, and welcome to the DIY podcast. We're back in Spain for another festival, this time at Benicassim, where headliners include the mighty Liam Gallagher, the Killers, Pet Shop Boys, and Travis Scott. We caught up with three of our faves, Metronomy, Bodega, and Shame, for a few in-depth interviews. Uh, stay tuned for Shame, talking about how fucking exhausted they are. Metronomy on the new album that should be coming sometime in the next six months, and Bodega on why they're continuing to be one of our most excited new bands. Enjoy. We are sat here, well, kind of stood around uh, in the backstage bit of uh, Benicassim with half, well, two fifths of Bodega. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm Bodega Ben. I'm uh, Nikki. Excellent, hello. Um, so I'm guessing, I mean, like, this is probably the first proper year of doing, like, big, large-scale Euro festivals and things like that. How yeah. have you been acclimatising? Um, the simulation has been treating us very nicely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. It's so much fun. I mean, we're a brand-new band. You know, we yeah. just put out our first record, so this is all new to us. It's fun. How do you think it kind of works? So I think, you know... Obviously, you've got, like, quite an energetic live show, but then I think on record, you know, there's, like... You can take different layers from this record, I think. Like, how do you think it works in a kind of festival setting? Like, do you have to kind of change the way that you, like, think of the songs? Yeah, I think, for me personally, I you know, when there's bigger people, I don't know whether it's good or bad, but I go for broader strokes, maybe. You know, I felt, we did a, a little tour, which is you know, by far the biggest crowds we had played to at the time earlier in the year with opening for Franz Ferdinand, mm. that, that Scottish band. And, uh, you know, I found myself doing bigger bigger gestures and, and it's, it's not like dumbing down the songs, but you have to, everything you do has to be bigger. You have to reach for the heavens. Yeah, your hands, your hands can't go left or right. She is reaching for the heavens right now for people <laughs> that cannot see that. Your, your hands can't go left or right. They have to go up and down. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. You have to direct your energy skyward. Yes. You know, it's different than when you're at a bar or something like that. Yeah. Is that a skill that you're kind of uh, learning as you go? Like, does that kind of stuff come naturally? I would imagine, like, as a fairly cerebral record, or not, you know, but, like, it's an intelligent record. And I think, you know, just kind of being big and bold is, like, a completely different skill, right? Yeah. I mean, I think also, like, stripped down, minimal punk music isn't, you know, it's natural setting isn't in wide open festival er areas. Yeah. So we're always kind of conscious of like what that might sound, you know, like we, re we recognize that other bands change their uh, set when they do like festivals or just like even bigger shows at large because like, you know, the, the harsh punk noises never really sound as good. Yeah. But we really have, <laughs> we, I guess we like half our music, you know, we still play just the same, but like kind of like definitely have done a lot of extended jamming in uh, a few of our songs. Yeah, I think I think we highlight the the more psychedelic aspect of our band, which can come out when we want it to, you know? Ex yeah. Extending grooves, allow people to dance. I mean, I personally, I've been practicing in front of a mirror since I was like 10 years old <laughs> for moments like this, so I'm ready. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, some people wait a lifetime. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are there any bands that you kind of think like have done it really well in terms of like people that you look up to or bands that you've kind of watched along the way that you think have like really kind of like switched it over? You mean to like big stadium rock? Yeah, well I don't know, you know, maybe like bands that are kind of more, you know, post-punk or like that but that like, can kind of turn it out when it comes to these things. Like who do you kind of look up to in terms of inspiration and stuff like that? The Mystery Lights really know how to uh, give a really good rockin' show. 
and uh, you know, like with their energy and live shows and things like that. They're they're just friends of ours that I've been watching. They're really good. Yeah, we've been watching them from the you know from the crowd a lot and seeing them, seeing Mike Brandon really go for it every time. It's just like, oh, okay, like you know, I can see how they're very different than the way that we personally want to be on stage. But it's just it, which is great, which is why you can learn. You can see like how another kind of band, another type of music is ex- can express their their truth on stage. Yes. Yeah, uh, this might be obvious because it's us, but uh, we played with Parkgate Courts a couple of days ago, and you know they're a band that means a lot to me, and it's fun to see how they play on bigger stages. They do, um, you know, kind of more of the they accentuate more of the vibier side of their music, maybe, you know. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Does that yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so how have you found? I mean, like. I think uh, the record, I mean, the record got delayed, right? So it's actually only been out for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, but I think six. it's fair to say has gone really fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, was that, like, were you kind of expecting the reaction that you've had? Like, I mean, it's kind of been pretty universal praise across the board, right? It's, uh, I mean, we're standing in uh, Bene Kassim. I mean, it's crazy. I never would have thought these songs would have taken us here. So that's a success. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely, like, in some respects, you you know, you make something so other people can hear it, and you, of course, you make it for yourself, but you always reach for more, and you're saying, like, you know, for this album, we're gonna, like, we're gonna do it big, and that's definitely been the mantra, but the fact that, like, you know, like, we never played outside of Brooklyn before this, so it's like, the, yeah, I don't know what we were thinking what big was, but, like, we got quite an education, like, really quickly, and I was so, so lucky to be, like, you know, kind of just like having. I think a lot of it was done by word of mouth, mm-hmm. just people passing the record on. You know, for for a completely unknown band before, it's been great. Uh, for me, I, I have this rule where when I'm writing a song, I try to imagine some of my some of the people that I look up to in the room, listening to it with me as I play it, and it He's makes in the room with you. Like Goodars in the room with me, Mark Twain. Um, he loves post-punk, so that's really yeah. Good. yeah. No, seriously, it sounds really ridiculous, but it actually helps. It, it helps you take your own voice more seriously to project yourself into history like that. It sounds kind of ridiculous, but it's a tool that works for me. Okay. You know, it's yeah. kind of like the uh, the Nietzsche idea of the the eternal return. If you imagine that everything you do today is going to happen over and over again for all eternity better make sure what you do today is what you want to do today (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) excellent has this come from uh, you were sat here with I can't remember what the book was called but it was like some how your unconscious mind rules your behavior is this the kind is this like the general bodega reading material I feel like yes (laughs) kind of I mean we're always trying to challenge ourselves intellectually but I rarely read science stuff so I'm, I'm trying to challenge my mind a bit and kind of the, this book is the premise of this book is kind of that the unconscious doesn't work like how you know uh, Freud and a lot of pop culture thinks it does, where there's these violent, lusting, sexual thoughts, and our reason is blocking them from coming to the surface. Uh, you know, it, it essentially makes the argument that the the unconscious evolved to help us adapt to our environment and a lot of what it does is really dry kind of stuff mm. but that 90% of our daily life the choices we make for us 
is uh, comes from our unconscious. So it's kind of interesting. To, that's kind of a very bodega idea. That our thoughts are not our own. You know. So you clearly don't think we have free will. Um, not theoretically. No. Of course, I live my life like I do, but yeah. It's all bubbling somewhere, slightly under the surface. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. On the yeah. other hand, sounds been, cheerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm reading quite a cheerful book called uh, Picasso Creator Destroyer. Okay. Mm. Also sounds very <laughs> just like easy, like reading. That was yeah. a little more sexy. It definitely, it definitely is sexy. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, you know, it, it's kind of like a sensational tell-all about his life. And this woman who clearly has like a sexual attraction to him, like you know, uh, recounting it. So it's What's like the goss on Picasso though. The gossip? Oh, he was a complete sadist. Yeah. A misogynist, total like you know, he he had so much pain in him and but he would only make others suffer. So he'd play off everyone at the end of his life he couldn't take any kind of criticism. He, uh, you know, he could only he only wanted to be worshipped and to have have like yes men around in their lives so so he at the end of the day he, only the people who would never question his work if it was good or bad would stick around and those people he would play off of each other so there's so many like questions in there of like what makes an artist and do all if to be a great artist do you also have to destroy everything that you love and draw from inspiration no. <laughs> Nailed it. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's like one of the moral quandaries of like the you know the twentieth century, which was very like male dominated. You know, like that was a and really also big question. maybe like a warning as your band is getting bigger to not Absolutely. become this egotistical nightmare. That <laughs> totally. <is. laughs> there's be so there's another UK tour that's going to be very soon or this. It's in the winter. It's in February. Right, okay. We're touring the States um, starting like four or five days from now. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We, we, we never, you know, uh, Spain is about as exotic to us as California is. Right. It looks a lot like this, actually, too, I think. So, you know, that's where we're going next. Nice. Um, have you had any kind of, like, proper, like, pinch yourself moments in this kind of uh, lead up to the record and now so far? Like, how is it all? I mean, we've been pinching ourselves every day and, and it's just... Uh, yeah, I mean the simulation is strong. You know, like I definitely feel the wind here. I see the mountains. <laughs> you know, it's like a, you gotta like every time we like see something interesting, which is every day. Every day there's something interesting happening where there's just the you know the uh, atmosphere or someone giving us a like a review or like it doesn't like you you just have to live it. <laughs> we this tour is taking us some weird places. We played in a library in Birkenhead, which was wild and then you know about a week later we're playing on a beachside resort across from San Tropez. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's been absolutely no yeah, time to yeah, process yeah, anything. Yeah, you just kind of have yeah. to experience and sometimes that can be really bad, you know, you're like you don't know what the uh, the the uh, the outcome of it will be. Yeah. You know like uh, do you feel like you're kind of staying fairly grounded? grounded? I would think so, yeah. I'd hope so. Yeah, we're we're a very vocal band, so we chat a lot. Whereas I feel like some other groups I've noticed tend to be more passive aggressive and bottle it all in. We're a very chatty bunch, so we're actively aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our, our mode is like ipso facto aggressive. So I think 
you know, we're pretty pretty good at staying uh, mentally healthy because we right. have we have an outlet. Okay. Yeah, good. I've only yeah. started hiring um, a maid, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, th- I'll wait for the uh, cook and the, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm glad that you're keeping it real. Yeah, yeah, you know, totally. Some people are just <laughs> cool. Great. On that note, unless you have any uh, excited news that you wish to share with the world. Uh, I mean, the, to me, the most exciting thing is we're going to record again in the fall. Hey, straight back into it. Yeah, not a full length, but just a couple of songs. So hopefully by the time we're back in the UK. to the UK, we'll have uh, new songs. Right. Yeah. And um, we're heading on a, a Southeast Asia tour in November. So we're doing like Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong. Yeah. So yeah, it's very, uh, I thought that was, you know, yeah. wild. Super fun. Uh, cool, great. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We are here at a very late time on Saturday, about what, well, it's, one, it's nearing one. If you, yeah, if Joe you, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey. 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 If you imagine, though, that in England it's not that late. In England no, it's, it's only... precisely one hour left. Yeah, so it's midnight. It's fine. fine. That's yeah. fine, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a problem. And you're used to this. No. <laughs> like, we, uh, I think the first, um, first time we played Benicassim, we played at a very similar time in the morning. And it was like, I remember then it felt a bit more like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is, this is when where. When you were young Yeah, like, this is when you play. Um, and then as we got progressively older, you're like, like, what time? What? And like we did the the last yeah like the, we did Primavera a few years ago and we played at like three a.m. and I think like that was one of the best gigs we've ever done. But up until half an hour before we went on stage, we were like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. But anyway, anyway. Um, but this is the this is the slot that you occupy now as a well, party uh, yeah. band. But I guess also maybe <laughs> the nice thing. It's because obviously you've been touring a lot less, there's been less live shows, maybe it's re- regained some of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, it, like, no, no, the funny thing is is, is that it, it, the only difference between playing late or cra- you know, crazy early in the morning or just at a regular time is the occupying the time between... What do you do? Well, exactly. What do you do? What do you do? What do, you do? We, like, we went to the beach, had a little swim... And but anyway, like once you're playing, it's it's just like a normal gig, um, and often they are like the most kind of unexpected or like unexpectedly fun because I guess people are pretty like messed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're in a different space. Um, have you perhaps been? I guess well, obviously there was a large break from touring, and yeah. then you did some bits last summer, and then they've all been quite sporadic. There's been kind of yeah. like chip, chips. And Chips of tours. Um, like, does that like? Why, why do you kind of see it as why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? No. Well, the the plan, like, so the plan always was with the last record that we weren't going to tour it. Like, I managed to kind of convince the label into letting us release the record without without really like touring or promoting. <laughs> but the plan was always to like tour, you know, like to kind of. I guess it was more like taking a break, but not taking a break completely. So like yeah. releasing some music. Um, so the plan was always to come back. Like the only part of the plan which was slightly 
has slightly been scuppered was that I plan was that we would start touring like you know Dunes Festivals last year oh no no well yeah I guess Dunes Festivals last year and then we would then start to release music for the next album right um so there should be music out now. Well, there, it's not that there should. There could have been, but By there isn't. Own. Yeah, like there were a few things that were happening at like the record label, which meant that the no one was really ready to like get going on something. So, so yeah, we just done like a few gigs really, and like, and it's been nice because it's meant that we've we've been like able to practice like some of the new stuff live and like. There's a track called Lately, which is a new song which we've been playing in the set for quite a long time now, and and you know, it's like it's been it's kind of been slipped out there into the world. Yes. Do you see it as very separate? Is it like Madrona, the recording band, and Madrona, the touring band, and they're separate? They are. Entities? Yeah, yeah, they are. But then, but it, the one that was the most important, which was the recording. Um, kind of side of things became like just by virtue of you know you spend three years touring and you don't spend three years like making a record like the touring version has become the more like prevalent of the two I guess I guess that's the thing with all bands though and I think yeah. maybe if you see yourself as more of a recording thing that then also happen to play live shows yeah 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 that's a weird well, thing to then yeah I think you kind of like you have to also the fact is like nowadays if you're in a band you have to if, if you make music it, it it's much easier to make a living from touring that music than it is yeah, from really selling it it's true yeah <laughs> oh well never mind Dave <laughs> um, so if the plan was that there would be new music why um, is it just because of made like have, have you oh no have it was, it was like it? a yeah, yeah, like the album. The album is probably hundred and ten percent done. Right. <laughs> no, the album's like the album's like ninety percent, or maybe eighty-five percent done. Okay. Um, and basically, the woman who signed Metronomy to because the record label, she left. She's moved to another job, and so just just like it's like a really almost like a like in a when the very exciting world of, of music becomes like about human resources <laughs> and uh, and so yeah so Jane who was in charge of the label in England left the label to find a new job well no she found a new job left the label and basically they were looking for someone to take over and in that time like that was when I was thinking like, oh this will be when the music's coming out and right, obviously okay. so it's just yeah. but the music is there yeah 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 completely and it's uh, I was reading something that you said before where you were saying that it was very baggy yeah Happy Mondays was the it's, band that I heard yeah 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 I'm like it's a kind of like I don't I'm, I'm slightly loathed to say it but like it's a bit of a kind of 90s mod like a modern pop record that's a bit 90s influenced and that's not just like that's not like in a really lame way it's not a kind of you know hopefully not a really lame way yeah well no but it's odd because like my girlfriend is obsessed with the Stone Roses and like 
and the, the Happy Mondays. Like she's kind of she's French and she was obsessed with like Manchester and that kind of scene. And so like it's it's like I've I used to find it a bit like I couldn't really get it, and now I feel like I kind of I have this appreciation for it which I didn't have, and like and there's something about the kind of um, Englishness of like groovy indie music like it's would you say it's like an indie rap no there's some pretty like there's some pretty kind of indie ish songs on there I don't know really like it's hard to describe like I I wanted to make um, like like for like Pet Shop Boys are playing here tonight for example and I think that they finished now. Anyway, is that them still? So I think, but like you know, you got bands like Pet Shop Boys and the Stone Roses and like I don't know, New Order, whatever. You've got these kind of incredibly English bands, like and music which comes from England and like has this totally inimitable quality to it. And I guess like. For a long time, I was obsessed with, with, or not obsessed, but I was like, I didn't necessarily want to sound like. I remember when someone said like the metronomy is like is is kind of oh fuck, I can't remember the exact quote, but someone described it as like as as kind of Eng- like very English or kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not think that's fair though? No, no, but so, so I remember. So when I first read that, I kind of. I think I felt a bit like, oh, but I don't, like, I don't, I don't, that's not where I see myself, like, but now I realise, like, that is completely, like, where I exist, and all, and all of the music that I kind of love and have a, have a real connection to, oh, that is English, is, like, exactly that, is kind of, you know, is, is unmistakably English, and I'm not, like, I don't, and I'm not, uh, patriotic in the slightest but I think in music like England has been a very important place in music and, and I think you know you can get obsessed with American music or, or, or like rap and that kind of thing and, and wish that you weren't who you are <laughs> and I think after a while you just you realise that you know love the skin you're in you know like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. For sure. so is it just from this kind of new of that kind of 90s period that has seeped into it like why is that but that's I'm loath I'm loath to say 90s because I guess that's a bit it's a bit kind of on trend well it's a bit like there's a lot of kind of 90s resurgence stuff going on I don't think in that way like that's not like no 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 it's true maybe not (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is yeah Yeah. it is but I think there's like I think there's Musically, the the kind of '90s was probably the last time when I don't know, like there was a lot of bands still. You know, like bands were making dancey music, and you know, like were you ever into that stuff as like a kid? Yeah, you know, I like I'm trying to think what the '90s what actually went on in in the 90s and I was probably listening to like I was probably listening to like more American indie or like indie rock alt rock but like my sister was full on 
you know, like primal scream or whatever. Like, and uh, is that rain? It totally is. Screw this. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So like, it was. I completely uh, absorbed it all. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my yeah. Just like, you're, you're on the yeah. stage. I've just had yeah. a vision yeah. of myself <laughs> Don't worry, it's very warm. You'll yeah, try it's it. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. What about that appeals to you now? Like, why does that? Cause, I mean, I get, you know, Summer Away, definitely not that kind I think of record. Like, just, you know, yeah. all of the last, I mean, all very different records, but all kind of very much in the slightly kind of like pop. Or like, it's you a, know. like, so like, I guess what the new record, what I'm, I'm trying to make, like, I'm aware that, that if you're cynical, you might listen to the metronomy stuff and feel like it's it's referencing like older stuff too much or it doesn't live in like now. And I think this record is supposed to be the record which is like from 2018. But of course it's impossible to ever make something like <laughs> tune. And it's impossible to make something like without using inspiration and without taking something from before and, and I guess it, it just happens that at the moment I've been getting into that kind of like it's this weird combination of like listening to the Stone Roses and getting quite into Spotify and like and and understanding how yeah like it just how people listen to music and how you can be quite does that mean passive. it's very singlesy rather than like an I album is an album I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. Like, I guess, you know, it's odd because I, I think I find it really, I find it way easier to to talk about, like, a whole album, like, the album after, like, actually after it's done. And you can kind of almost Do you know lie. Like, have you got the, like, the track listing as, like, the songs in your head? For most of it. It's almost there. But, um... I guess it's just this combination of like wanting to make a, a something that sounds like now and feeling that there's this thing now that I kind of hear in, in like, I guess in like pop music or dance music that has this kind of oddly 90s, it's a bit reminiscent. Like I think, you know, like what, you're, what I'm understanding is that the 90s is the 80s for the younger people. It's a really obvious thing to say, but people are going to look back at that period and and feel like the fashion was interesting and and the music was interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and it's quite funny because you feel like, oh well, I guess it was. <laughs> like, you know, and and like, and I kind of you get something from from like almost from slightly like recreating something, like making something that that reminds you a little bit of like some random 90s like chart song it kind of does something to you yeah. and it also sounds weirdly modern when you say you want to make something that sounds like that what does that sound like what is that it's it's like I don't know it's something a bit more adventurous than than standard kind of the, the kind of standard way of doing things, you know? Something that's a bit more, like, not so classically, like, s- songish, in, in a way. I, I guess think. that's the thing, if you're saying about Spotify, isn't it? That now everyone just cherry-picks from everything. Yeah, yeah. And you have the whole fucking world that you're thinking Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's, like, really liberating 
in a way you know and, and it's about like playlists and and that's kind of you know that's that's the same as it's always been but I guess you know what I mean like like making it's like, like making mixtapes or whatever and it's like picking being like this album's rubbish like but there's one good song in it like that's fair enough that's how it's always been but I guess it was probably less we had to buy Normal. the album. Yeah, like it was less like, you know, like you'd have to have particularly inventive friends that could actually like go to the trouble of making a thing. And I think even with CDs, like people used to make CDs for car journeys and stuff like that, but like it was rare that you'd like really latch on to someone's like compilation. Whereas I think now it's so like, yeah, I guess for a lot of, of uh young people at least like the idea of listening to an album just isn't kind of is necessary in a way I don't know is that not a very strange thing to be aware of when you're making an album I don't think so does it change the way that you want to no no because, because I think because, because because the like the focus that it gives you to make an album like means that you're creatively at least like means that you're probably going to make something better than if you're just thinking like oh I'm going to throw some songs together so I think it still has like even if even if people don't necessarily listen to it how you imagine they would like I think it can still help you like do the thing you know are you playing many of these new things tonight? we're just going to do one tonight because we've got a short set yeah I know it's sad very sad but it's raining so I mean you might not even watch <laughs> watch it yeah. I mean I'll stand there yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what's the new one this called lately yeah 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 um, can you say anything about like what's I was like listening to this band they called like 21 Pilots is that what they're called like Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, wow. I'm so into it. 100%. Like, if, <laughs> like, if I'd have guessed 1,000 things that you might have finished that sentence yeah, with, yeah, yeah. that would not be Like, I was thinking, I kept hearing there was that, like, that song, that, the blurry face one, or whatever. I kept like hearing it everywhere. I was just like, like what is this? Like, what is this? And then, like, and I just kept hearing it so much. And I was, after a while, I was just like, God, like, if I was, if I was 15, like, I, I would be obsessed with it. Like, I would hammer this, like, properly. And then they had, like, another singer, which is like, really good as well. I can't remember what it's called. But, um... Not as much of a 21 Pilots concert as No, no, but I could, I could probably sing it after a while. But, like, the single that was after that, I think, it's like... I No, no, hang on, I'll get there. What's it called? It's got, like, um... Oh, God, I can't remember. Anyway. Um... But there's something about it that's made me think, like, okay, I completely... I get what's happened to me now. Like, I've crossed over to... I'm a parent now, like, you know, I'm a father. Like, I've crossed over into that world, and I can't understand the kids. (laughs) But, like... But my like, but my job is is to make music, and like, and I really I love the idea of like of of being able to still have some kind of connection to like being a teenager or to like teenagers, and and yeah, like so I was listening to Twenty One Pilots track, great track, <laughs> great track, uh, and I was thinking like, yeah, this is brilliant, and and so like this so this track lately is like is it's a kind of like quite. Um, serious little like 
rock song. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's quite kind of. It's a little bit angsty, you know. Is yeah. that where the new stuff's going? No, Phoenix? no, not all of it, not all of it. But this feeling is that like I don't really have, and it's and it's funny because you kind of you watch how like how these like how like Weezer or like Rivers Kumo like becomes a kind of old man in rock or like Dave Grohl or like or like um, Billy Corgan like, like you see these people who like it's like angst and like they've crossed over it's like angst has afforded them like insane luxuries and. And of course they're not angsty, and, and they probably, like, it was probably never, but no, no, but like, no, but I guess for them, you know, it's like that kind of, that there is like, there is still this, you know, like, if a, if a kind of teenager now listens to, like, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, they'll still feel, like, the way that they should, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like, the music stays, like, there in this world, and, and yeah, I don't know. It's like a feel, like it's a, yeah. I guess this this track lately is like, I, it's it's kind of like the kind of thing I would be really into if I was a teenager. Music styles change, but teenage angst will I guess forever. It, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it needs a soundtrack. Like yeah, it always needs be that a soundtrack. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've already made no money off touring in the last two years. So. <laughs> Cash it in, man. <laughs> um, do you know? So, do you have a vague idea of when this is going to be out now? Is it going to be soon? I can't. No, I like ish. Yeah, but not if not like enough to year? say anything. It's unlikely that the album will be out this year. Okay. Very unlikely. Like, I'd hope that there's like some, something out. Yeah. Do you think that you'll do more of like a normal kind of um, put an album out just tour? Yeah, 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 yeah. This like was just a one-off. Trad. This is going to be a very trad release. Anything else that's fun that's going on? Have you still been used to do a lot of writing with people? And I feel like that hasn't cropped up in conversation. Oh no, like there's the Robin record. Like proper kind of like proper collaborative. Yeah, yeah, like it's gonna be like if I was if if I was a Robin fan, which I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) If I was uh, (laughs) if I'd been waiting for like a Robin record as long as her fans have the single, I'd just be like, oh, okay, brilliant. Everything's like. Everything's cool. <laughs> I guess different. Don't like it, worry, guys. It's different. It's different enough. But yeah, that's the, the, sort of. Yeah, it's really brilliant. You did that. You did the Nicola Roberts thing, which I think was really great. And like yeah, really yeah. Underrated. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she really She's cool. doing another record, I think. And I was like, tr- like trying to be able to get back to do stuff with her yeah. but um, I haven't been able to yet but yeah no she's brilliant like yeah. that record's really good does that kind of flex a different muscle doing things of like yeah. proper pop singers yeah because but, well I think they like I mean they're very different obviously like. yeah but I think they kind of um, you know like they want to do stuff with me because they maybe don't want it to be as obviously like pop pop but, yeah. but I love it like it's a really uh, fascinating like if you find people that like both with Nicola Roberts and Robin, like I don't think they're very like straight up. They're not particularly conventional pop people, you know. Like so, that's kind of different. But, um, but yeah, I love it. It's really, it's a very fun thing to do. I could um, be one of those people that has a secret career as like writing songs for like well, not One Direction because they went on. Well. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Secret. I think I could do some stuff for Zayn. Yeah, would that be the one? If you could do a secret writing career, who would you pick? I think I pick, I pick Zayn. I reckon. I mean, he's like it seems like that 
Louis is a bit kind of white bread. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna get the wrath of like a million fans now. Uh oh. <laughs> it's crazy. There's you know Michael. So Michael, who plays in the band, he's, he's in a group called NASCAR Lions. Yes. His drummer or the another member of NASCAR Lions, uh, Sarah, is the drummer for Harry Styles, and is basically like yeah, like gone from just being a kind of regu- relatively regular person to being like the Harry yeah, fans uh, you know yeah. a bit I think they're quite intense yeah anyway I think that that's a yeah a succinct way of describing mm. that mm. fan base yes. fair enough though he's a stud muffin he is yeah. yeah a delightful array of suits he had yeah I mean like yeah yeah it's kind of I saw pictures of him through her like Instagram of of he like that it makes them dress up differently for each place they're playing. It's a bit like sounds yeah. Anyway, yeah. Right. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on Harry Styles or other that you wish to add before I let you go? No, Harry's great. Like Harry, but Zayn better. I don't know actually. I just kind of Zayn's like Zayn's music's a bit more kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for someone who's a bit accessible. Yeah, great. Zane's more accessible. Yeah, Harry's you, music's I mean, a bit avant-garde. A... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't mean like that. Oh, I, I meant see. like yeah. as like in the pool of people that you could be like. Oh, I think Zane. Want to yeah. collab? I mean, I'd take any of them apart okay. from that Louis. Because there is one called White Louis. Yeah. Is, that the, is that the description? White bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> We are here on the last day of Benicacy with two-fifths of Shane. Say hello. Hello, I'm Sean. Hello, I'm I'm the other Charlie. <laughs> the other Charlie. What's that are? Have you just, like, in yourself relegated yourself to second place? I'm going to stop this interview right here if you continue <laughs> with this line of mockery because this is a very sensitive subject. Okay, it's fine. You're Charlie number one right I'm now. Forbes. I'm Forbes. Forbes. Right, I'm Forbes. I'm Forbes. I mean, I'm Forbes. If you had Josh, then it probably was. I'd say you're the dinner members because you haven't just fucked off to wander around the festival. You're actually I mean, doing... I do really want to see that. One minute. One minute, okay. <laughs> no, they're on, a, they're, on a, they're, on a, they're on a quarter past, aren't they? <laughs> a quarter past. You've got eight minutes. Okay, that's why we can absolutely nail this in eight minutes. Oh, but sorry. So, uh, today is a weird one because we were meant to be playing at four and now we're playing at half. No, we were meant to play at eight. At eight. Oh, right. Slow down. Come on now. Four? I don't know. Is the festival even open at four? Big, actually, surprisingly. Seen him wandering about? Seen him in the flesh. Now, we saw him when we did, um, where was it? 
at the Kill Wars. Sorry to mention the rival. Kind of looks like he's massive, like he's really he takes long. up a lot of space. But then he was about, he's not much taller than me. 5'1". And I'm not a tall, I'm not a tall person, for those of you who obviously are just listening. Sean's 5'5", five five, just for the record. I'm not 5'5", five five. I'm at least 5'7". <laughs> I don't care though. Okay, don't yeah, care. it's definitely not a thing. Don't care, don't care don't at care. all. Good, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Um, so, now, also, that would be quite nice, because I'd imagine... There's been a lot of, uh, these, there's main stages now. Yeah. We've been doing yeah. some large things. How does that, so I think, you know, the kind of stereo is quite loud, isn't it? Um, obviously, the thing of, uh, sweaty bomb shows work better in little grotty venues. Oh, shit. <laughs> see, this, this is, see, this is good content, because I've, I kind of... <laughs> Made that joke assuming they play, play, play it last. I thought they'd play it last. Fuck you, man. Why would you play your best fucking song first? It's the last interview we ever do for DIY magazine. You know what? How about Sorry. next time you do it yourself? Oh! oh. Especially like in the past few months when we've been doing like a lot of headline shows, we've definitely gotten like more used to doing the longer sets. Yeah. When you play like a main, I was like, for us at least, you tend to just get like half an hour. And you tend to be playing to largely people who don't know you. Yeah. Which is nice because. I like playing to punters, you know. It's funny. It's always nice trying to, you know, work a bit harder to convert people who yeah. have never seen you before. And then again, sometimes it is absolutely soul crushing. We've seen like a lot we, of people just walk out. Oh, we played, we played a main, we played first on biggest festival in Austria on the main stage just for suicidal tendencies actually. Right. That this was, was bit, last year. This was last year. But that was like maybe a sixty thousand capacity stage playing to about and there was like a dust tornado. Yeah there were tornadoes forming in the crowd. It was yeah. great. It was an umbrella wild. went up an umbrella just went straight up in the air while we were playing. It was about it was about forty degrees. Fucking that was horrible. It was really okay. hot. Really hot. Met the guys some suicidal tendencies though so that's nice. But back to the point, I think it's translated quite well. I think we're holding our own on the main stages, you know, from what I've experienced. We haven't fucked up too badly. Right. And we've, got, we've kind of stepped up things production-wise more now, like stuff. We've actually got our own sound man now. It's quite oh. nice, yeah. yeah. That's right, that's right. So we've, got a guitar. we've got a guitar tech as well. Well, he does it. But I...
Yeah, I, I forget when. Uh, when I think it's four o'clock, so who really knows? When we are. When I don't know when. When, they our, when am I? They play our house off this. We're still doing this. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Okay, right. Let's I've got like a hammer through it. Yeah, hammer through it. Um, any other exciting things that are going on? I mean, everything's kind of exciting at the moment, right? Do you get a break at some point? I mean, in, in December, I think we're. We're kind of half and down gigs wise, it's gonna take like four or five months. Hey, the break is coming. And just like right, spend the time writing and then get the second album and then get it straight into it. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully things get much less savage from this point. <laughs> things have been particularly savage. I think last four months. We're going to Asia. You look as like well. a tired man. Five months. Last five months have been. We've been on tour since the end of January now. Since we last saw you, basically. Mm, I remember seeing that tour poster and was like, that looks exhausting. Oh, it continued way after that tour poster. It's just it hasn't ended. But um, I think we're, we're still going, here. We've got, uh, we're going to Asia for the first time. Like Japan, Hong Kong, Kong, Singapore. We're kind of trying to do all the continents this year, so hopefully South America and then Africa or something. I mean, there's nothing in the book, but one day. Yeah. Maybe heard. someone will listen to this. Book us. Yeah, exactly. Any promoters in Kenya? I'd love yeah. to play Nairobi. Yeah. I mean, you've been. Like classic I've been there. Oh, right. I've been there once. Right. Before this, Forbes had. Uh, the only before I started this band, the only countries I'd ever been to were France, Spain, and Kenya. Which <laughs> is a bit of a random one. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the next logical step. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why would you go to like Do a bit Portugal Europe, or Italy? Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah, yeah. right, cool. Um, that's probably fine, isn't it? Unless you've got anything you want to add. Um, Sorry about making this madness. So now playing how often do you get the opportunity to play one step would have been nice to win this in probably I mean we heard him now that's very, I'm not being salty I'm not being salty he's been incredibly salty I'm not being salty he's crying he's tearing up rage etched upon him 